Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys. Everything sequel contains explicit language. And why the fudge not, you melon farmer? Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast, the Karate Kid Edition. My name is Michael Chance. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. With me is the wonderful Pitchmaster, Tom Stewart from Lonesome Whistle Productions. What do you got for me, Tom? Just monks having good time. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if your sequel involved just the monks. That's a great idea. <laughs> Let me quickly write that <laughs> instead of what I have. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, today we're pitching a sequel to the Karate Kid series. Uh, If you are a longtime listener, you know that there are no rules. We can make this sequel in 1995. We could make it now. We can, you know, if somebody has since died, we can we can include them. Whatever you want. There are no rules. Tom, Mm -hmm. was this easy for you or did you struggle? Um, I struggled, but for not the expected reasons. I mean, certainly you feel that there's a lot of unused potential in this series. Mm -hmm. Plus you need a, you need something to redeem next Karate Kid. I would say, and and I guess you would say, you would say three as well needs redeeming. So there's a whole lot of redeeming. Oh, yeah. You need you well, need a all mov- three of them. You need a movie that redeeming. restores the reputation of the series. None of those movies are good. However, uh, nonsense. However, <laughs> they're all bad. Cobra Kai seems to have done that job to most people's satisfaction, as far as I can That's tell. That's the hardest part. Yeah, we've talked like because neither one of us has started Cobra Kai yet, so. And and let me tell you, Netflix really wants me to see it. Yeah, I know, I know. It I is... just turned on Netflix the other day, and that was the first thing. It was like, watch Cobra Kai now. The next, the next. And I didn't even want to look at the, uh, you know, preview to no. be influenced in any way. The the next thing that's going to happen is, um, I think, you know, uh, karate students are just going to fly out of my television. And put me in a headlock until I turn it on. I think that's right. the next stage of the Netflix advertising. But, Come here, you. You're going to watch it, I tell you. But so, so you know, I went back to a kind of a, a picture sequel favorite trope of mine, which is the sort of everything soup, uh, as you as you <laughs> right. described it, uh, sequel to um, because I, I it struck me what struck me is like what it what's kind of missing is some kind of cohesion. Is it five? Arati kid? <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. <laughs> there are no numbers involved in this. Okay. But I, I kind of thought, you know, what what is kind of missing is is something that brings together all the sequels because there's there's so little cohesion between them. Um, so that was what I wanted to essentially a crossover between the last three sequels is what I'm aiming for because I think that's the one thing that we haven't got in this series as yet 
Interesting. Like a, a sequel that speaks to all the sequels uh, and, and wouldn't screw things up for Cobra Kai. Mine, I think, would would demolish Cobra Kai. <laughs> it would <laughs> render it completely useless, unfortunately. Okay. But, you know, that's where my sequel went. Well, and, and you know, if, if we can use... If we can pull from anything in history, we can pull from anything in sequels. So we are well within our right to put in yeah, a movie that makes no sense in chronology. Yeah, do whatever the fuck we want. I mean... <laughs> People do that for real <laughs> without thinking twice about it. So we yeah, definitely, right. in the fiction of picture sequel, should not be taking this as a hard and fast rule that we can't make something that someone has to immediately retcon. Right. <laughs> well, uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I want you. I'd like you to go first this time. All right. Mine, my my sequel is called The Last Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, I just, just for anyone listening, I'm laughing because Mike uh, has picked up an earlier draft of my picture sequel <laughs> and run oh, with it. Go ahead. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, to me, it was, you know, along the lines of my last 48 hours. Well, you that, know? that's it. You know, I considered The Last Karate Kid for a while, and then I thought, Mike's definitely going to do that. <laughs> you know, it, it, the last movie was the next Karate Kid. I like, I like my <laughs> sequels to be the definitive last sequel. <laughs> Where we'll end with mine because it'll be magnificent, and then we're done with the series forever. Yeah, you're purposefully trying to sabotage the series instead of doing it by accident, like all the other films in this series. Right, exactly. <laughs> end on a high note, I say. So, at any rate, now the one thing I'll, I'll admit freely, I have not seen Cobra Kai, but. I know that William Zabka's in it, so I know that Johnny's back, and that's where my story lays. So I imagine we have some similarities. Well, now it's going to be so interesting to watch Cobra Kai. Well, so and here's the thing. So the one thing that this entire series lacks, at least done well, you're, you're going to argue that they do this in number three, but I'll tell you that it's done poorly. The one thing this series lacks is a a rift in the friendship between Daniel and Mr. Miyagi. So, the idea <laughs> wait, for wait, my wait, series... Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me that this is not what happens in Karate Kid Part 3? I'm telling you it's not done well. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That I, could, that I know. But that... <laughs> okay. That, that, but... Okay, good. Okay, I thought you were just... And it's also, it's not... It did happen. I mean, it happened. It happened, but it's it feels like... In Karate Kid Part 3, it feels way more one-sided. Oh, yeah, Miyagi... Well, it's, it's just but as I as I argued at the time, it's Miyagi's pacifist principles make him right. instantly forgive, because that's who he is. That's, that's true to his character. Right. So... My idea was take the Johnny character. Mm -hmm. The last time we've seen him, he's getting abused by his teacher at the beginning of Karate Kid Part 2. 
I imagine that there's some sort of similarity to Cobra Kai. I imagine he's probably down on his luck at the beginning of that. <laughs> you're getting you're getting John G. Avildsen into direct, I, I assume. Right, yeah. Oh, so down on his luck? I've got I'm the there. John G. Avildsen idea of a man down on his luck, and it's William Sabka. Now, you can't have it, you know, I, I you can't have it like 1995. I, I would wait some time. You know, somewhere between 2000 and 2005, he's a full-fledged adult. Okay. But, you know, when you have, like, a high school reunion and... Superman 3. Yeah. And the, and the fo- and you have, the like, the football player who is the most popular guy in school Brad. who is now, you know, he's not, he's, like, that was fleeting and he's no longer the most popular guy. He's Brad. doing whatever he's doing because... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's William Zabka. That makes sense. And he laments that Daniel LaRusso sort of <laughs> stunted his path. Mike, th- now, Mike this, is, this is going to be what happens in Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, I'm not done. I, I understand that I'm, on, I'm most likely on a Cobra Kai path right Unless now. Unless they go to space, but, this is what Cobra Kai is. <laughs> No, but my idea is that he happens upon Miyagi mm-hmm. and yeah, I like it. they develop a friendship, oh. which hurts Daniel. And so they develop a friendship to the extent that he takes karate back up learning from Miyagi. So you imagine all these people like Miyagi as an older man now. Mm-hmm. But the two boys are now adults, and so the crux of the story is one new student, and then the betrayal mm. for Daniel from the Miyagi side. So where's Daniel in all this? Well, so and here's the thing: is you know, I don't know what Daniel's doing in Cobra Kai, but. But I just imagine him being successful in whatever path he's chosen as as his life. Yeah, I you've don't know seen that it's... same screen grab that I have of him in a suit <laughs> in Cobra Kai. Right, right. <laughs> and we right. Like, oh, he's successful. He's in a suit. <laughs> yes. So my idea was I, I hadn't decided about Daniel in the sense of like his life work. Like, did he open his own dojos trying to teach what Miyagi taught him? Or so that that was kind of where my mind went. Like, does does Johnny learn from Miyagi, open up Cobra Kai, and do these dueling dojos start having their students fight at the All Valley Championship, essentially? Yeah. And That was where my initial thought went. I think I'm going to stick with that. I liked the idea of these opposing dojos, of bringing back in the All-Valley Tournament. I like it. Of having that be the pinnacle of of the two men. The only problem I had is, you know, you're going to have to bring in secondary characters, the, the students that they're now teaching. Mm-hmm. And so is it their fight that are we... That we're working through? Like, well, do the if, kids hate each other? If you're getting Avelson to direct, it inevitably will be. 
the it would have to be, I suppose. <laughs> but so, no, I, I mean, it doesn't. Uh, somehow, you can do what you want, but don't get Avildsen if you don't want it to be the kids. I know. <laughs> well, somehow I had this. I had this idea. Not that they were friends necessarily. Because the one thing I always really liked about the first Karate Kid is, you know, Johnny has this moment where he picks up the trophy and he gives it to Daniel. Right. He says, you're all right, man. Like, he, like basically, you beat me. Fair and square. Yeah. And, and then in the next moment, he's being abused by his teacher. So I wrestle with, is he still a dick? Is he not a dick? You, you, you like, say, you say in the next moment as if that's in the same movie. <laughs> it was supposed to be they just cut it and saved it for number two yes technically that so, is the next moment it's also several years and one movie right. away well there was this part of me that was like could it be kind of Rocky 3 could it be Apollo Creed working with Rocky Balboa? Yeah. Do they have a mutual respect? Do they have... But dramatically, that's less interesting. So I think it has to be Johnny starts learning from Miyagi. This upsets Daniel. This rekindles bad blood. They are working against there. But I still have this idea at the end of sort of that, like the end of Rocky Three of them just fighting each other. Which ends the movie of Rocky yeah. Three? Oh no! I, I, and I, sort of, you know. <laughs> yes, I know. So I, I, you know, but but in Rocky Three, it's like, uh, what's that painter's name? The Naaman, I think. Mm. Frozen moment yeah. turns into a painting. You don't really see the fight. In this one, if they hate each other, you have to see the fight. If they have mutual respect for each other, you don't. Mm-hmm. But that's where my mind yeah. is. My mind is. Johnny's back, like, let's get Johnny's story. But the crux of it is this this betrayal. He's taught by Miyagi. He learns something new and different, the spiritual side that Kreese could never yeah. give him. And but 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 that betrayal for Daniel builds bad blood, and so they are they are against each other at the All, All Valley tournament. That's that's the movie. Yeah, um, it's it's what what's really interesting about that is, you've you've also accidentally kind of rewritten Karate Kid Part Three in a more interesting way. In a more interesting because, way, because, because the rift I fucking in, hate that movie, and this is the better. rift in that relationship <laughs> is about Daniel going over to, uh, you know, Victorian melodrama man, and yes. of course. Just as it should be, it should be um, Terry who who owes John Kreese, not John Kreese who owes Terry. Right, right. It should have been that someone else is that Daniel is competing for Miyagi's affections from someone else, from another student. That was exactly the way right. to go. So I like, yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, it's also pretty much a kind of sliding doors version of what I came up with. Oh, okay. Like you've made, you've gone. <laughs> You've gone down exactly Paltrow. the same road and taken all the different exits <laughs> that I didn't consider. Basically, that is what you've done. Oh, I'm excited so it's great. now. We 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 complement each other without overlapping. It's great. All right, give it to me. My movie's called Karate Kids. Oh, uh, you're not gonna put a fucking five on the end of that S? <laughs> 
But it's not the fifth move. Yes, it is. It's the fifth. It's the fifth. I think when you put the next Karate Kid in, that kind of you have to start the sequence all over again. I hear. Although you. that didn't work with Final Destination. No. <laughs> but anyway, I'm I'm gonna. But again, they did something brilliant by making it a prequel, so you have to forgive it. Yes. A backdoor prequel. Yeah. I've just invented back a genre. Door the prequel. Backdoor Dude, prequel. that's a fucking band name. Oh my god, that's gotta be a t-shirt. The backdoor, backdoor prequel. prequel. Um, so, yeah, Karate Kids. Alright, go on. We begin at Mr. Miyagi's funeral. Oh. It's 1995. Rem- <laughs> remember that time frame you dismissed? I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't last long after well, Julie. See, what happened was he accidentally ate a potato. <laughs> and his his body just couldn't take... Turns out he, he really is a rice he, man. He, yeah, yeah he, he told us. He warned us. <laughs> he accidentally <laughs> ate a potato. His diet couldn't handle more than one carb. He's out. All right. It, we're in we're in L.A. I'm assuming it, uh, we might even be in San Diego because it'll probably be a military funeral. Um, and Julie c- comes from Boston to be at his funeral. Nice. There she meets Daniel, who's also there, obviously. Do they fight? Yeah, they love? start. Um, and after you know, after the funeral, <laughs> they go to a bar. They. Um, Wait, is she? How old is she? She's would she be of age? In nineteen ninety five. Yeah, probably. Okay, she would at least be eighteen. Whatever has to happen. Oh, maybe but maybe then like... Daniel like sneaks her into a bar and all that sort of stuff. So they're getting on really well. They're oh, on... I was thinking of the wrong age. <laughs> they're on the verge of. They're on the verge of verge of hooking up. My mind went to can 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 he legally make out with her? Well. Here we go. So this is why this is why this is kind of consistent with the other sequels because Daniel likes Julie one because she's uh, geographically unavailable to him, which is his favorite kind of girl, and and two and and two we're immediate, immediately starting with an intergenerational relationship, which has defined all the male female relationships in the Karate Kid up to this point. But anyway, they're hooking up. Things are going really well. They go back to Daniel's place. And at that point, uh, um, no, actually, it has, they have to go back to Julie's hotel room. That's very important. They go back to Julie's <laughs> hotel room. That's really important. Very important. And Julie, just as they're about to hook up, Julie gets a call that the bird sanctuary that she runs in Boston... <laughs> right? Of course, of course. This is what she does now. Because like Daniel, she doesn't want to go to college. She wants to start a business that will... That, uh, Fail. That Miyagi is, of course, an investor in. And he's reaping <laughs> the profits for her. Even after death, he's exploiting her. Um, <laughs> Send this money to my family in Okinawa, please. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the bird sanctuary has been... Um, foreclosed on has been taken has been bored at, been taken over and it's going to become a cobra kai because yes we're bringing in the national franchising of cobra kai that the next karate kid refused to talk about nice um 
Daniel's bonsai store, Daniel gets uh, the same call. Like she's she's immediately like, oh my god, I don't know what to do. Daniel then gets the same call that his that Mr. Miyagi's bonsai store is turning into a Cobra Kai. <laughs> and it turns out that Cobra Kai had been waiting until Miyagi died to uh, begin a plan of revenge against both uh, anyone associated with Miyagi. How are they Miyagi. forcing the sale? Huh? How are they forcing the sale? Oh, you know, Terry Silver's got fingers in lots of pies. Minions. Yeah. So anyway, okay. so basically, they're both being taken over by Cobra Kai. So um, Daniel and, and Julie, whereas they were turning into lovers, now have to take a different course. They have to preserve the legacy of Miyagi. So they both agree to be dojo to the other to win the local championship <laughs> in both Boston and uh, L.A., in the valley. Is this story going to be going back and forth between L.A. and yeah, Boston? Yeah, so it's a bicoastal story. So they each agree to train each other. And then um, I I thought that maybe Julie would be fighting Walton Goggins because he was kind of disgraced by the Alpha Elite. So he's kind of... Yeah, but he was the one that like really felt bad at the yeah, end. Yeah, he, he was, was like, I don't want to like, do this. I don't no, want to do this. fuck this shit, yeah. So... Um, Maybe you know Daniel is back fighting Johnny again, probably, mm -hmm. um, as in your movie. Uh, but the big plot twist comes about three quarters of the way through, where it turns out. Lay it on me. Miyagi faked his own death, <laughs> and he was just—he was just—he knew that Cobra Kai were planning something. Oh and so God. he disappeared from the picture to see what they would do. And so he returns in, in the final moments to uh, to be Daniel's dojo. That movie is a recipe for what the fuck. Um, so, so what happens is, you know, Julie wins her championship. So also we get something we didn't get in that's Karate Kid, which is a fight that's just about her winning. She beats Walton Goggins in the championship. Then we go over to the Valley, the All Valley Championship, where this series started. Um, but Julie's not doing as good a job being Dojo as Daniel was to her. So Daniel's losing really badly. And then that's when we, we see Miyagi appear in the final moments. And he says something in his ear like, you know... Um, I'm not dead. Big wing eagle fly higher than, you know, uh, whatever. You know, You know, the kind of thing he says. And that inspires Daniel to win, and that's how he how he wins in the end. So, and and we can e even end on the same shot that the original Karate Kid ended with Daniel and Miyagi with uh, um, winning the All State Championship. Now, are you allowed to even be in the All Valley if you're not in high school? Hmm. Well, Cobra Kai have forced a rule change. <laughs> <laughs> Limber Tom. Yeah. He will not accept a wrench in his mechanics. So there we go. So there's, uh, there's... Fuck you, Shans. Karate kids. <laughs> and karate like kids. you, you know, it was like, they're both... I, I like this idea of, like, how to keep them karate kids whilst also making them the dojo. So mm -hmm. this was the way right. the way that I interpreted it. And, you know, I, I wanted... I wanted 
I wanted to use that. I did that. I wanted to do a better, again, like you, I wanted to do a better version of Karate Kid Part 3, um, which I acknowledge has some flaws. Garbage movie, go on. <laughs> Where, you know, the, the like John, John Kreese is killed off in the movie, but we always know it's fake. Of course. So I would like to do that idea with Miyagi, but everyone thinks he really is dead. Like, the audience think he's dead, and the characters in the movie think right. he's dead. So nobody knows he's alive, because I, I think that's a better way of doing that um, than, you know, occasionally occasionally, right? cut, you do? occasionally you cutting do? away to him getting a massage from some native women in Tahiti. <laughs> so that's Karate Kids. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and let us know which sequel you think Hollywood should make. Should it be Johnny's Taught by Miyagi from me? What is the title or of Or should it be The Last Karate Kid? The Last Kid. Karate Kid. The Last Karate Kid. Or should it be Tom's Karate Kid's Everything Soup? <laughs> <laughs> That's a real bouillabaisse, that one. Holy Mine shit. has the advantage of definitely not being a storyline that Cobra Kai pursued. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Uh, probably the down on the luck part, yes. But but beyond that, because Miyagi's not even in that shit, and that's the crux of mine. That's where mine soars. That's true. That is true. So, no advantage. I was considering having Miyagi appear as a ghost, but then I thought, if you're going to go that far, bring him back from the dead. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right. That's it for the Karate Kid series. Ladies and gentlemen, please contact us and let us know which sequel you like more. You can find us on Facebook. You'll find us on Instagram or Twitter. Send an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com. For Tom Stewart from Lonesome Bullsome Productions, my name is Michael Schantz from the How Dare You Awards. We're going to see you next time with a new series. Say bye, Tom. Miyagi, always look for a way not to fight. Always. But but Miyagi like fighting with Mike. <laughs> Me too. So long, everybody. I like to think I know something about beer, but nowadays even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. Back in the day you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused, you ordered a Guinness. But in beer stations like San Diego, the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes even triple, digits. So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need, the Vegas Beer Guys. Your beer of choice should be a perfect blend of malt and hops. And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. Weiss. The results are eminently drinkable. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. 
They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer sherpas, guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer.